Good evening and welcome. It's the Independence Gang, and it is Friday night. I'm your host, JV, along with co-host Britt Griffith, as we prepare to chat with our good friends Trish and KJ. KJ, you have been AWOL for a while, my friend, and you came back with a Navy SEAL haircut, so is there something you need to tell us? (laughs) You know, I'm doing everything I can to prepare, so, you know, it's going to be a while, I think, before I get another haircut. And, uh, you know, I think this will help me in the long run. Well, good to see you with new haircut and all. Uh, Trish, uh, you're jumping in last second. You actually said we interrupted you. You were doing something very, very important, and you dropped it all for us. Yes, I was watching the season two of The Witcher. So I just want you to know that's how much I like you guys and how much I'm willing to give up to be here on a Friday night. Is The Witcher based on the video game, The Witcher? Well, no. The The video game is actually based on the books. Okay. And that's what the, the TV, this, this, the Netflix show is. It's based on the book series, which if you have not read is amazing and you totally should. Got it. I just realized that a book that I had read a while ago um, by Robert Jordan... Something about the wheel of time. I don't even remember. But apparently, yeah, that's that, a, that yeah. they turned that in. That's, that's a very, really one. good. That's a very popular I the series. First episode. Yeah, I love yeah. the book. It's been a while yeah. since I read it. Britt, do you read? <laughs> what? He only listens to audio books. Uh, that, that answers your question right there. He does not. Yeah. yeah, no, basically, I mean, do I read? Yes, I know how to read. But remember, I made it to the fifth grade with straight A's. And could not read or write a single fucking word. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Well, that's cool. Not I read or write a single word in the fifth grade. So, Yeah, upside down right. and backwards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Man. My mom has has from like has grade school paperwork of me where I, I signed my name upside down and backwards, man. They thought I was possessed in the <laughs> kindergarten grade. Kindergarten <laughs> <laughs> grade. Kindergarten grade. Kindergarten. But I do but I do listen to all I, I while I work and swing the hammer, I have Podcast playing, books playing, uh, all on audio. It's an amazing thing to educate yourself, especially all this political stuff. But to, just hist- historical books about you know history and life and the way the world came up and how politics formed. And you know, if you have a, if you have the ability to do that while you're working, you should. I tell you, there are so many good books out. Um, I, I'm not even going to say good because I haven't read them, so I don't know if they're good. But the ideas, the concepts behind them are really, really important. And my list of reading is long. I just have so little time to read. And uh, But the things like Alex Berenson's book about COVID and uh, Molly Hemingway's book. right? Hemingway, that's her name, right? Molly Hemingway, mm-hmm. the book that she wrote yeah. about the election. Uh, there's some great stuff out there that needs to be read. Hey, everybody, JV here. Please take a minute and consider supporting the program. Our expenses are going up just like everyone else's, and it takes a lot to bring the show to you five nights a week. So we'd appreciate you going to the website, independencegang.com. Click on the Donate tab, or you can just type in independencegang.com slash donate. And spend a minute considering giving us a gift to help us fund our operations here. The Independence Gang is a labor of love, but there are expenses associated with it, and we appreciate your help. Uh, welcome to everybody in all of the chat rooms. Remember to subscribe, follow, and like, and share, and all of those things. If you're one of our YouTube viewers, make sure you have a backup uh, platform that you can go to when we get canceled from YouTube. The good news is, Britt, the the remaining strike that we have against stuff expires in two days. So that probably means we're due for Sweet. a new one here anytime soon. Yes. <laughs> And we'll probably you get know what that also means until we get that new one. 
Yeah, well, we had two at one point, but well, they, they, they only last 90 days. And if you don't get a third one, you kind of skate and then uh, they start falling off. And we've been good little boys and girls here on the program for. Oh, uh, we really haven't. No, we haven't. But we've we deleted haven't. them. We've just been deleting. <laughs> because so, we're deleting so them, we've, right. Yeah, exactly. so we. But, yeah, we delete them. As soon as we're done, we delete them off of YouTube so they can't find them and strike us. But you know, JV, once we go back to zero, you know, we can push the envelope again and maybe leave some stuff up. Well, we could do that if we want to be suspended for a week or two at a time. I mean, it really depends on how we want to pl play the game and roll the dice. I, I'm, I'm willing to I'm willing to take some yeah. risks if you are. But uh, tonight we're going to be talking about some of those things that would ultimately lead to strikes if we let them up because we're going to be revealing the hypocrisy and the idiocy of our current administration. But before we do that, Britt, what did I text you last night at like three in the morning? What did I send? I sent you a text. Do you remember what it was? And don't, don't. Yeah, it was, it was, I will never Here we fucking go. take financial advice from you again. <laughs> no, that was this morning. Dot, dot, that was at like 10 this morning. Oh. <laughs> What's that? That was 10 this morning. Yeah, it was, uh. I don't know. I'm looking back here. Okay. What did you? Uh, you I said. Didn't, you didn't I said. Send me I said anything in the middle of the night. I did. It was like two in the morning. I don't know. But anyway, I said that Fox News definitely watches oh. this program. Definitely yes. watches this yeah. program. I've made that comment several times. Now, what ha what generally happens is after yeah. the show, I go and I watch um, whatever Fox News programs that I like to watch. I've DVR'd them and I skip through the commercials and I get to watch them. And last night I was watching Gutfeld. Now remember, Gutfeld's, Gutfeld airs live at 11 p.m. And uh, I just want to remind, Eastern. 11 p.m. Eastern, that's right. I just want to remind folks of one of the segments of our show last night. You know, when they talk about this being an insurrection, and they talk about talk about it being a planned insurrection, as though a bunch of people sat around and figured out how they were going to overthrow the U.S. government. And this is what they came up with? This is how they planned on doing it? A, a few hundred unarmed people uh, walking around the Capitol building? What the hell was the plan? Let's say they, they actually got in touch with a Nancy Pelosi or some somebody. What would they have done with them? There are 10,000 10, National Guard troops right around the corner. What the hell were these few hundred people going to end up doing? How is that an overthrow of the government in any way? I mean, it's so, so stupid, but the media just parrots this stuff. Okay, so yesterday, if you watched any of the coverage of the J6 commemorations or whatever they called them, whatever they were doing, they kept, you know, re reinforcing this message that this was a planned overthrow of the federal government. It was an attack on democracy. I summed it up that way. I said, there was no plan here. You could see there was no plan here. There was, nobody was armed, unless you say a flagpole is a weapon, which Joe Biden did, by the way. Uh, but other than that, nobody was armed. So how how was this an insurrection? So last night on they gut had zip ties, <laughs> they had zip ties. Yeah, like Come on. <laughs> last night on yeah, because the 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 FBI agents that were in the crowd dropped some. I think is what happened. Um, Probably. Last night on Gutfeld, Matt Whitaker, he's the former acting attorney general under Trump, uh, made a comment uh, in response to Gutfeld's question about what had happened on january 6th right however this this riot or whatever you want to call it mob was never going to take control no. of the federal government and all the apparatus therein so he basically says the same thing so F fox news is definitely watching us that was example one last night in gutfeld <laughs> here's number two here here's number two we talked about ashley babbitt last night and then as far as ashley babbitt goes that officer should have been stripped of his job probably prosecuted and put in jail. He didn't shoot at Ashley Babbitt. He fired indiscriminately into a crowd, and she got hit. 
All right, so that was my assessment of Ashley Babbitt. Here is on Gutfeld, Rob O'Neill. He's a former Navy SEAL talking about Ashley Babbitt. Right. Now it's an insurrection when the only person that was killed was murdered by one of your cops. Watching that clown carry that gun, and he blasted it. It was, an, it was a negligent, just negligent discharge. Yeah. He shot it into a crowd, hit a woman in the neck. A 14-year Air Force combat veteran, Ashley Babbitt, not a peep. So, And then uh, as far as Ashley Babbitt goes... Oops. That officer Oops. should have been stripped of his job. Um, so, Britt, Fox News is watching us. You know, I, I text you often uh, about examples of uh, how they're using our material. Uh, they're making a lot more money on it than we are, apparently. Yes, and, uh, you know, what I take away from this segment is that you like to watch yourself talk. <laughs> That's what I'm taking away from this. This has been 100% JV. Live or Memorex? Tell well, me. Well, did you? Watch? Which is the re- is this the recording now, or was that the recording? Okay, uh, watch this clip. I'm, I'm going to turn the turn the audio off. Just watch the clip and watch what Britt is doing in this clip. Oh boy, I was sniffing Chase. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> Anyway, just make it fun. Uh, Kimberly, you must, or Kimberly, Trish, you must have seen. I'll be Kimberly. Yeah, no, I got, be, be Trish, be Trish. You must have seen. We should probably change our names. <laughs> Listen, it's really cold where Kimberly is, so I'd rather be me. Thank you. You you must have seen, and even it didn't even have to be yesterday, just the course of the last 12 months, the characterization, or I guess it would be a mischaracterization of what actually happened on January 6th by this administration and basically all the Democrats and certainly most of the media. First of all, I have to say a shout out to Chase because I watched his live stream in and out throughout the day uh, of him just saying, let's go, Brandon. And it was funny as you watched for his voice to get lower and lower and scratchier and scratchier as the day (laughs) went on. So good for him for, what was it, seven hours and 26 minutes or something ridiculous that he said, let's go, Brandon. So good for him. That's that's what I watched yesterday because there was no way I was watching anything on television because you're right. It was, the whole thing was blown completely out of proportion. Like I used to work for the Department of Defense and (laughs) I can tell you nothing that happened that day was an insurrection. It was the police were opening gates for people. The police were opening doors for people. People were going to the police saying, why aren't you doing anything? Why aren't you doing anything? Why are you just standing there? You should stop them. You should stop them. And they're like, nope. So they were told to stand down, period, end of sentence. And we all know who's in charge of the Capitol Police. Nancy Nancy Pelosi. Yep. So we all know that Nancy had her fingers in all of this. The FBI has already said that they had informants that were implants in the, in the, it had the federal government stink all over it. So no, this was not an insurrection. No one has been charged with insurrection. And what they're doing to these poor people who've been held in prison for a year is a travesty. And I hope that every federal person is held responsible for what they're doing to these poor people who are, they are political prisoners. And I never thought I would see the day in America where we would have political prisoners being held and being put in solitary confinement who are being held in disgusting conditions from what I've heard. Yeah, no, it's it's all the house of cards is teetering and I just it just needs a little bit more and the whole thing's going to fall. So wait, 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 Trish, which way, which house of cards and which direction is it going to fall? Well, what do you mean based on Ted, because I'm going to have to from the last time I was on, we talked about presidential candidates for the primary Ted Cruz. You screwed up, you son of a bitch. 
Uh, so I'm I am rescinding my vote for Ted Cruz in the primaries officially because I'm done with him. Even after his apology um, and, and clarification. No, he can suck it. He didn't. That wasn't a slight. He said it like 17 times throughout the last year. Ted Cruz can suck whatever. Okay, never mind. I I'll get in trouble. Okay. Oh wait, this isn't Twitter. I'm not going to get thrown off. Okay, good. I can say whatever I want. But yeah, no, it's. There was no insurrection. There, no more insurrection than when the Democrats took over the Capitol building during the Kavanaugh hearings. Yeah, right. If this was an insurrection on January 6th, then October, what was it? October 6th was also an insurrection when they had the Kavanaugh hearings. So, I, yeah. KJ, the Democrats desperately want this to remain in the news and the headlines and for it to be portrayed the way they're portraying it right up to the midterms. It's their only chance to stop some of the bleeding. From what I've heard, and I never know whether to trust this information, but from what I've heard, the uh, most of the American public doesn't buy their version of events and they don't care. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I, th- I think most people are they're over that narrative um you know it's just an attempt to continue to try to bash trump blame trump for um you know americans trying to stand up and and uh, unify and and voice their their views and their disgust with uh you know this government the policies the lies the corruption you know it it's getting to be so absurd that you know, even myself, I, I don't even want to turn on the news because I, I don't even want to hear what kind of story they've drummed up about, um, you know, January 6th or the election or Trump or, you know, any of the other BS that's going on out there. I've just, you know, people have lost faith with any of that kind of reporting. So, um, you know, it, the media is dying because, you know, they're beating this, uh, you know, this um health crisis to death, um, you know, the, the, the restrictions, the continuation of this absurd narrative, uh, the January 6th stuff, you know, the January 6th, it was an attempt at Americans to stand up for what they believed in. Uh, and they were led down a path uh, by these um, operatives in the crowd and there's footage out there of them being allowed in to the capitol without any resistance whatsoever i mean how much more do you need to see to know that it was just a bunch of bullshit yep Uh, i want to talk a little bit about the speech yesterday uh kamala harris started it and this clip has been played a lot but i want to get into a little detail she compared it with some other very very poignant dates in american history Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941, September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. Britt, those are some pretty hefty dates there. Uh, I did a quick, uh, I don't know, I don't know what you call it, chart, I guess, to kind of compare all of these various dates and i actually threw the summer of 2020 into this chart as well so the first thing she mentions is december 7th 1941 which of course was pearl harbor on that day 2408 americans lost their lives and it was the beginning of a four-year commitment in a war against nazi germany and imperial japan it resulted in almost 420,000 american deaths the next date she mentions is september 11th 2001 that of course was the terrorist attacks by al-qaeda 
2,977 Americans lost their lives on that day. It resulted in a 20-year war in multiple countries, resulting in 7,820 American military deaths. The 2020 riots in the summer by BLM and Antifa, 25 Americans were directly killed by that. Uh, those riots, over $2 billion in property damage from arson and looting, and more than 2,000 injured police officers. Moving ahead to January 6, 2021, this date that they say will live in infamy, one American life lost. That was Ashley Babbitt shot by a, a poorly trained, uh, incompetent police officer. And what was the result of this? The rioters voluntarily left the Capitol. The Capitol building itself suffered a million and a half dollars worth of vandalism damage. What's your assessment? Is this do those does January sixth belong in that list of dates? Hell no. Nope, not even close. Not even close. Um, and people see it. I mean, we're, we're we've had some stories. I've read some stuff that I haven't brought to the show, but people are seeing through it. The independents. I mean, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris are like a twenty three percent on the independents. It's insane. But this is all leading up. They're, they 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 number one. They live in a hyper bubble. They're in a bubble within a bubble of DC, and what they're doing because they all run in the same circles, stay in the same zones. They believe. It's almost like, what was that movie where they, they sewed the mouth to the butt, to the mouth, to the Human butt? Centipede. The, the centipede. Human centipede. Yep. Human centipede. Th this is what's going on in Washington, D.C. And they, they literally believe the own sh the, their own shit that they're dishing. They believe it wholeheartedly. And what this is going to lead up to is this little, what I just put up when KJ was talking. The Democrats are going to explore, uh, explore barring Trump from holding office uh, over January 6th riots. All of this is about keeping Trump from running in 2024. They are so terrified of this man because the polls, the poll after poll after poll after poll show him decisively winning. This is a new Rasmussen poll survey that I'm just putting up right now. 52% of voters now have a favorable impression of the 45th president while 47 do not. 52% like Trump now. The crazy thing is at the bottom where it says 23% of Democrats but 51% of independents now agree that, uh, uh, that Trump was better than Biden and Trump. They, they have a more favorable view of Trump now that they're, oh, we're not even a year out or we're barely a year out. And people will realize how, how bad they screwed up by getting rid of the mean tweets. And this is what the Democrats are afraid of. And they're going to do everything they can, everything they can to stop him. And this is, this is part of it. Russian collusion didn't work. I mean, we can go through the list. We've done it many times. None of their shit throwing on the wall, none of the spaghetti throwing on the wall has stuck. They're praying to God that this sticks because if Trump runs, he will get the nomination. And if he gets the nomination, all the poll after poll after poll is showing that he is going to win. People are pissed. And um, that's what this is all about. They don't care. They're, they're pushing as hard as they can. Now, all of us, anybody that's in the know, anybody that's even a cursory in the know paying attention are looking at this rolling their eyes. I'm going to apologize to you ahead of time, Britt, here, because I have a bunch of cuts from the Biden speech. It's going to take a little longer than I would normally keep for my segment before oh, I hand it off to you. But I felt this is really, really important. And as you know, when I start watching a Biden speech, I feel like every line is a line that needs to be discussed. <laughs> I avoided doing that. However, I do have several cuts here that I want to talk about. Now, I'm going to purposefully start with the end of the speech. This is uh, one of the last lines that he delivered of this speech yesterday on January 6th. I believe the power of the presidency and the purpose is to unite this nation, not divide it, to lift us up. 
not tear us apart. See, about us, about us, not about me. Okay, so you need to remember those lines as we listen to these following cuts. He talks in that line there about uh, the power of the presidency. Actually, he, I think he meant to say the purpose of the presidency, not the power. He corrected himself there. But he does that a lot with the teleprompter speeches, uh, is to unite the country. But he does it in this harsh, mean tone. But just remember that as we listen to these following cuts. So this first one I have here is... Uh, is Biden's assessment of uh, what the intention was uh, on January 6th of the people that entered the Capitol. This wasn't a group of tourists. This was an armed insurrection. They weren't looking to uphold the will of the people. They were looking to deny the will of the people. They were looking to uphold. They weren't looking to uphold a free and fair election. They were looking to overturn one. They were looking to save the cause of America. They were looking to subvert the Constitution. Trish, that sound unifying to you at all? Well, you know, this is the winter where we're of illness and death, where we're all going to die because we're not getting our vaccinations done. So, you know, Mr. Uniter there can can suck it. I, you know, it it cracks me up how he can how he of all people who lies consistently across the board every chance he just made up a story today in colorado because they had that really bad fire about how he almost lost his house in a fire no you (laughs) didn't you lying sob just like you graduated from the top of law school no you didn't i everything that comes out of his mouth it's 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 like he's scolding us and that's i think that's the thing that really pisses me off is he gets it behind that podium and he scolds us as if we were children. And honestly, that I think is the most disgusting thing because as the president, you are not in charge. The people are in charge. And the people in DC need to be reminded of this on a regular basis. And I think that's why January 6th scared them so much because they were being reminded that they are not in charge that they are just the little players who are up doing their theater. And I think that's why he he takes that stance, because you little people just need to do what you're told and stop being bad. Otherwise, we're going to have to punish you. And it's just that tone of, oh, it just rubs me the wrong way. It totally rubs me the wrong way. KJ, remember, he just scolded us, and as Tricia correctly pointed out, and lectured us that the president is supposed to be the uniter. And here here he is talking about the the former president. The former president of the United States of America has created and spread a web of lies about the 2020 election because he sees his own interest as more important than his country's interest, than America's interest. And because his bruised ego matters more to him than our democracy or our constitution, he can't accept he lost even though that's what 93 United States senators, his own attorney general, his own vice president, governors and state officials in every battleground state have all said he lost. He has done what no president in American history, the history of this country has ever, ever done. He refused to accept the results of an election and the will of the American people. KJ, win or lose, Donald Trump had more uh, votes. Uh, Biden says he got 81 million. 
Trump had more votes as a Republican than any other Republican has ever received in a presidential election. There are a lot of people that support Donald Trump. What is Biden saying to them by talking about Donald Trump this way? Well, you know, he's saying to any of those Trump voters, uh, even if you don't consider yourself to be a, a full Trump supporter or, or, you know, completely behind him, uh, you know, that they're idiots, uh, that their voice doesn't matter, uh, that their, you know, their vote was uh, the wrong thing to do and uh, they should all pay for it and they're never going to let them forget it. Uh, you know, you can tell that they're scrambling. You can tell that they're losing uh, any ground, uh, you know, to stand on right now because, you know, to continue to bring up Trump uh, when you're addressing the nation or you're trying to unify people um, using this kind of uh, divisive type of um, rhetoric here is just uh you know, it, it's just lame, man. Uh, you know, it really is. I mean, it, as, as simple as it can be. Uh, we're overhearing about it. Uh, nobody believes this guy anymore. Uh, nobody believes this administration. There's too many uh, negative things coming out of this administration right now. The people are tired of the lockdowns. They're tired of the mass. They're tired of all this BS. Like, tell it to us like it is. Do something good to try to help this country. And let's get over what the previous guy did before him and show us that you're going to defeat this virus. You're going to bring back the country. You're going to build back better. Well, let's see it. You know, I mean, come on, show us the money. Biden in this speech says that there was uh, accusations of another insurrection. This is how he puts it. The big lie being told by the former president and many Republicans who fear his wrath is that the insurrection in this country actually took place on election day, November 3rd, 2020. Think about that. Is that what you thought? Mm -hmm. Is that what you thought when you voted that day? Taking part in an insurrection? Is that what you thought you were doing? Or did you think you were carrying out your highest duty as a citizen and voting? First of all, he's just, he's just an asshole. I mean, he's a grumpy Dude, old time. man asshole delivering a speech that way, for, regardless of what the message is. But what he fails to recognize is that it, the, the, the accusation of an insurrection on Election Day is not that the people going out to vote were the insurrectionists. It's that the people who corrupted the system after those people voted were the insurrectionists. Is he too stupid to recognize that, Brett? Or, again, just lying. Well, Biden... Is a, is a meat sack. He, he's just reading the prompter, barely. So he doesn't know. And his, his, his angry outburst is the sign of dementia. But the people behind him are smart. They're idiots, but they're smart. They're the, the, they're the, the most dangerous, stupid people. The ones that are kind of smart, but stupid. Um, they, a couple things. Number one, they're going after Trump personally. Personally attacking Trump. When? Has that ever worked out well for anybody that's gone after Trump personally? Barack Obama did it at one of them high, one of them uh, roasting political things where he kind of threw the gauntlet down at Trump, and Trump said that was the night he decided to run for president. And uh, the next election, he did. So good luck with that because Trump's going to come. If Trump had any inkling of not running, that that's all over now. He's definitely running. And, and to be honest with you, I think of this January 6th thing and then, then Congress votes to not let Trump run again. 
You want to see the Civil War start? Wait till they say to, you know, 50 million Trump supporters. Because, you know, I think 25 million of them, 30 million of them are just passive and, you know, kind of support Trump. But I think 50 million of them are rabid enough to go, oh, hell no. Let's get this on then. So good luck with that. Um, But again, I think they're in such a bubble. They believe that this is good. Also, with, with Biden's approval rating being when you put it all together, it's like, what, 30-something percent is where he's at. I mean, you get into the Republicans, it's like only 17%, kind of like the guy, which I'd like to talk with those 17%. Yeah, exactly. You know, independence, uh, he's got like a, a 27%. So he he's scrambling. This is for his base. He doesn't even have his base. They're trying. This is all red meat for their base. He can't even think about uniting us because he can't keep a hold of his base. And if you don't have your base, you can't even think of running. You can't even think of putting any. So this is all, sadly, this is a firebrand who's trying to get traction. That's president of the United States. He should already have the traction and have his base kind of box up. Donald Trump has, what what was it, 87%, 82%, 87% in the latest poll, the Republican Party support him. Like the highest numbers ever support Donald Trump in these, these off-year polls and whatnot. Biden doesn't have what that, God? so he's fighting for his base. Exactly. Wow, God damn it, I was trying not to do one. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he, he's fighting for his base, and he's uh, they're going after Trump personally. If, if they think that's a tactic that's going to work, it's not. Maybe, they're, maybe they think they'll throw Trump off and he'll say something stupid type of thing, but when is Trump ever saying something stupid, you know, tripped him up? It doesn't. It seems to make him have more <laughs> Teflon. Uh, uh, this next cut, he continues to talk about uh election day and uh, I, i'll ask the question after after the cut uh, trish the election of 2020 was the greatest demonstration of democracy in the history of this country more of you voted in that election than have ever voted in all of american history over 150 million americans went to the polls and voted that day so I guess it's not an insurrection anymore. Uh, and I don't, I, I was trying to remember the numbers, Trish, maybe you remember them. Uh, 150 million Americans voted. I don't think there were that many Americans registered to vote. And the third thing I will say is that they didn't go to the polls that day and vote. This was a month long or longer process by which ballots were sent everywhere without any checks and balances and were received. And in some cases, as we're finding out in Georgia right now with the with the uh, investigation that's going on, possibly harvested by hundreds of people to the tune of one hundred thirty thousand ballots that were illegally dumped in, into these uh, drop boxes. Thank God they, uh, that the uh, elections commissioner there had video surveillance cameras on all of those drop boxes because they can get to the bottom of this. But uh, again, there weren't 150 million people that went to the polls on that day. No, and and the worst part is this is probably the worst election we've ever had as far as election integrity goes. I mean, you look at how many lawsuits have come out, how many states have had that are, oh, we've had Arizona, we've had Pennsylvania that have done investigations, Georgia, Wisconsin. I mean, we have had all the states that he, you know, all those swing states that made sure that he won. Yeah, those are all the states that are having investigations and there's major questions about why there's people who were born in the 1800s who were voting in the 2020 election. You know, all of these things don't add up. And the worst part, I hate to say it, but the 2016 election 
was exactly what the Democrats needed to know to know how to cheat. Because I knew they were cheating in 2016. They just didn't cheat enough because they literally didn't think Trump had a chance. But now they pulled out all the stops and they used COVID as their excuse to do it. They mailed out ballots to every single person on the planet. They didn't purge rolls. They, listen, I've got, I got two ballots for people who used to live here like 10 years ago. But it's like, but at least Florida has made an attempt to clean it up. And of all the swing states, Florida is the one because we fixed all our ele election integrity issues. We fired all the, you know, county elected election leaders who were cheating and putting boxes of ballots in cars that were ending up at the Fort Lauderdale airport. You know, that kind of thing. We got rid of all that two years ago. So it didn't happen here. And if it didn't happen in Florida, it didn't need to happen anywhere else. So election integrity, I think, has to be the number one thing that everybody needs to look at in the next couple years. KJ, it just so happens that uh, Biden addresses exactly what Trish was just talking about there. The truth is that no election, no election in American history has been more closely scrutinized or more carefully counted. Every legal challenge questioning the results in every court in this country that could have been made, was made, and was rejected. That's a lie. And that was what I was going to say. Uh, that's a lie. We know of several court cases yeah. that have actually found that things were done inappropriately, whether it's uh, secretaries of state in, in uh, what, Michigan uh, or Wisconsin. I don't remember exactly what the cases Wisconsin. are. Yeah, saying that, no, they acted they acted illegally when they did these things. Uh, there are a lot of cases that proved that the things that were done in the lead-up to the election and then during the election were actually unconstitutional and illegal. I guess that's an oxymoron or kind of a redundant statement, but both. Yeah, you know. It's it's just one lie after another, you know. It it it's unbelievable how this guy can continue to get up there and stand and talk to the people and lie over and over again, and yet he still continues to be able to get up there and tell these lies. I mean, he was a liar before he was elected president. Uh, he had nothing good to say, nothing good to do in all his years of politics, and now. You know, he's the commander in chief, and it's obvious that he doesn't even really know what he's saying, uh, except that he's just regurgitating what people keep telling him over and over again. And you can just see it. You know, he's sitting there in his his little comfy chair in his in his, you know, by the fireplace, whatever. And people just keep walking up to him, whispering things in his ear. Don't forget about this. Don't forget about that. Make sure you talk about this. Remember how this was? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good boy, good boy. Here's your ice cream. <laughs> yes, you get a double, yeah. double you know, scoop tonight. <laughs> and people see it, guys. I, you know, it, it, that is the one thing that's giving me hope right now. I think uh, there's a lot of a lot of folks that we wouldn't imagine uh, starting to flip to the other side or at least question really what's going on. It's been a lot slower than I would like, that we would like to see uh, this movement, this awakening, but it's coming. The, the, the awakening is here. People are starting to really realize, hey, you know, a lot of this doesn't make any sense. And, and I don't know that I can remain silent or, or even I don't know that I can stand there and shout at the top of my lungs, you know, that I don't believe in this, but they're at least searching out additional information, alternative news sources, uh, is just exploding out there and people are willing to put everything on the line 
and uh, and they're gathering a lot of followers. They're gathering a lot of support, and we want to hear more. We want to hear more. Uh, Chad is, uh, by the way, very busy reminding us of the number of different ways that election fraud or impropriety was com- were committed. Things like the Zuckerbucks, the Zuckbucks, whatever you want to call them. Yep. I mean, that doesn't even enter into the discussion, but it was something that affected the election significantly, and it shouldn't have been there. Uh, Britt, remember what I opened this with? With his, I opened what he said at the end, in the beginning. I said, you know, he the president's supposed to be the uniter. Well, just in case he didn't stick enough daggers into Donald Trump. Trump. Here's what he says next. He's not just a former president. He's a defeated former president. Defeated by a margin of over 7 million of your votes. You need to pull up that photo of uh, that, that, that Muppet thing that you had yesterday. <laughs> Walter. You know, yeah, Walter. And, and compa- Walter. Um, so, so Walter. let's, okay. So number one, um, most of the courts rejected all of the voter stuff not on merit, but on procedure. Um, I mean, the, the infamous one was the Pennsylvania where uh, they tried to sue ahead of time. They said, you can't sue. It had the, 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 the harm hasn't happened yet. And then when they came back to sue afterwards, they said, it's too late. The election's over. I mean, the, the, the courts actually did that. Uh, I mean, Pennsylvania is known for having corrupt courts, so go figure. Um, also, uh, the investigations are not done yet. There's still, there you go. There's still investigations going on right now that are bearing fruit of what the hell was taking place. So again, he's lying. So in all of this, I mean, the outright lies to the to the vast majority of us who pay attention know that he's lying, but this is not for that. This is to take clips out, throw it up on social media to the brain dead uh, lemmings that go through life. The, what do they call them in the gamings? Non, non-playable characters, NPCs, NPCs yeah. just the NPCs, NPCs mm-hmm. just the, just the, the zombies going through life. They're, they're, they're scrolling their feed and they see something and, and then there's Biden with this big angry mouth saying he's a defeated president. Well, the reality is he's not a defeated president. Between all of the rule changes they did that were illegal, uh, not going through legislature, the fraud that's starting to come out. I mean, who was it that was just talking about the stuff in Georgia, JV? Was that what guest was that that, that we, we had on that was talking about that? Or was that? We talked was about it. Was it la- we, we talked about it either last night or the was night before. Us? I don't remember which of the. I think it was two nights ago. I yeah. think it was on uh, for Wednesday night show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the videos and the ballot yeah, stuffing the and, vote. Yep. And, and then the Zuckerbucks. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just one specific thing that did it that we can point to. Go, aha! There it is. There's you know the 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 Columbo clue at the end of the show type of thing. Just one more thing. Um, it was all of it together became this tsunami. That produced an outcome that was what the establishment wanted. They want they needed Trump gone. They got that. Trump is not a defeated president. You know what's also funny? Is Trump's a lot happier than Joe Biden. And Joe Biden's in the office. Trump's out. He seems to be a lot happier. Losing weight, looking good. He looks younger than when he ran for president. Uh, which I don't understand that. That guy has alien blood or something. Or maybe he is an alien. <laughs> um, but uh Oh, don't start that. Biden They're going to be saying he's angry- a reptilian or something. We're going to end up having that yeah. uh, start. <laughs> hey, hey, he's a reptilian I'll vote for. Um, all we need him to do now is raise the Titanic, and then that would just be the capper of the eyes. Trump raises the Titanic. Um, yeah, what an angry speech. I didn't watch any of it, and just these clips are showing me make my blood boil. And he is an angry man, and, and, and they cheated, and this is what they put in office. They cheated. 
and this is what they put in office. Think about that. Think about how dumb these fucking people are in Washington, D.C. Think about how dumb they are. They cheated. They knew they were going to cheat. The fix was in. And this is who they put in office? Wow. Uh, Trish, here, uh, I only have two more cuts of this speech. I think probably people will sigh a bit of relief knowing that. Uh, This particular cut, he tries to uh, offer some type of uh, evidence, I guess it would be, that there couldn't have been any cheating in the 2020 election. The former president and his supporters have never been able to explain how they accept as accurate the other election results that took place on November 3rd. The elections for governor, United States Senate, House of Representatives, Elections, which they closed the gap in the House. They challenged none of that. President's name was first. Then we went down the line. Governors, senators, House representatives. Somehow those results are accurate on the same ballot. You know what he's missing? You know what he's missing there, Trish? That is actually something that people who think there was fraud cite as evidence there is very rarely a situation where the top line result is so different than the down ballot results. And Republicans exactly. dominated the down ballot results. So how do you explain, Mr. Idiotic Joe Biden, that anomaly? Because that doesn't happen. And how does he explain how there's so many ballots where they just vote for president and nothing else? Exactly. Because I'm sorry, because people who are rabid Democrats, I'm sorry, I see these people every day on Twitter. Vote blue no matter who. Vote blue no matter who. That's what their rallying cry is. They will take a ballot, and they if they see a D next to your name, they're putting their mark there because that's who they want. So, And Republicans, even the rabid Republicans on the other side, do the same thing. They just, if there's an R, I'm putting it in. So the fact that we had all of these ballots in every state where it was just the president— it, it, that nobody does that nobody goes in and votes for just the president they, they just don't that doesn't happen but there were what you're saying is there were a lot of ballots that were found to be just top line votes yes, in this last just election top line votes which and makes them else. suspicious exactly. yeah exactly so yeah and you're right and they closed the gap in the house yeah but not in the direction in favor of the democrats so yeah you're right it doesn't make any sense so why would people vote for republicans in the house and the senate and then oh not in the present. That doesn't make any sense. You're right, Joe, but it doesn't make... It's like he's trying to make a point, but he's not making the point no, he's, he thinks he's making. It's exactly right. It's, it's exactly and right. I, I want to explain that to him, but I don't think he'd, he'd understand. No, he wouldn't. Uh, KJ, final That's clip from this, from this speech, and he, here he evokes mm-hmm. the founding fathers. Listen to how he does it. <clears throat> Our founding fathers, as imperfect as they were, they committed paper an idea that couldn't live up to, they couldn't live up to, but an idea that couldn't be constrained. I, I, what, what I think he's saying there is the founding fathers, imperfect as they were, committed to paper an idea that they couldn't live up to. What the hell is he, what the hell? Like uh, the Constitution? I think that's uh, what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, you know, it, it seems that they lived up to it pretty well up until a certain point, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it was an idea of, you know, a just society. It was an idea of a, of a free country 
uh, with rights uh, that we would hold uh, God given rights. Uh, you know, so it's just, he just like the things that he says just don't make any sense. You know, I, I don't know what to do with it. I honestly don't like, I'm so flabbergasted at, at where we're at right now and what this guy says. He doesn't even believe it. He, he's just like reading the words they've taught, told him where to accentuate his, you know, uh, you know, his voice and where to get riled up or whatnot. And that this is going to, you know, this is going to really resonate with the people. There it is again. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's just absolutely pathetic, man. Uh, you know, they can't, these Democrats can't live up to that piece of paper and that idea. Uh, they want to control everything. They want to control the people. They 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 don't care about your health, your rights, your lives, your children. Nothing, nothing right now do they believe in uh, that we believe in, and uh, you know it's it's all coming to a head right now, and it's just going to burst real real bad. Britt, uh, you know that uh, despite the fact Biden's delivering that poorly, delivering that speech uh, rather poorly, someone else is writing it. Uh, these they're militant militant uh, leftists in the White House. And this is the way they think. These are the things they actually think and believe yep. and that they're trying to make policy uh, from this point moving forward. If they get this voting, quote unquote, voting rights, there's nothing voting about voting rights in this bill. But if they get that bill passed, then we're doomed. Talk about any of that, then then uh, take it to what you've got. What we are experiencing right now out of the Biden administration are people who have never owned a business, never had to make payroll, never had to deal in the real real world. These are soft children of privileged, they're privileged children from soft parents who gave them everything. They've probably never been told no in their life. Uh, mommy and daddy were probably always there to bail them out. Well, now they're starting to creep up into power and they're making decisions that us older folk look at and we go, well, that's not going to turn out well. But in their heads, they think everything's going to be great if we just do what they say. Communism will work this time because they're the ones in charge of it. When the reality is, they're killing us. They're killing this country. The crap that I am leaving my children, I have 18-year-old twins and a 14-year-old, scares the hell out of me. I think the four of us, we're going to see the beginning of the end, and then we'll be too old and we'll die. But our kids and our grandkids are screwed for a while. But again, as the circle turns, what is it? it it's uh, hard men make good times, good times make soft men, soft men make... Bad times, bad hard times time. make hard men. Hard men in the circle keeps going around and around. I think we are right now in the part where the soft men are making for hard times and we're starting to go into the hard times. We are the beginning of the hard men. And when I say men, I don't, men and women, for those of you who want to throw shit at me, um, we're the beginning of the hardening. We're not necessarily the hardest, but it'll be interesting to see how far hard do we have to go Mad Max level? Hardness yes. before we turn around? I don't know. I think. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I want to wear leather chaps and Do drive it. really fast cars with skulls on them. I'm going to put a brush guard on with my underwear Sonic on JV. Okay, good. There enough. You, go, brush hey, guard. you know, that, it, that, okay. that may be what it's going to take. You know, uh, I think at this point, what I what I see from my little circle is people looking for smaller communities of like minded individuals, you know, because we're realizing yep. that it's just getting so out of control. Uh, these, you know, this administration is having a psychotic episode. And, you know, in reality, there's there's no way, unless you can, you know, blow dart them, 
and and knock them out completely and get them in the straitjacket and strap them down to the bed until they you know come to their senses. Um, I, I think that we're just going to have to let them implode, uh, explode crush each other fight amongst themselves whatever it is and some of us are just going to say you know what we're out you know we're out I'm, I'm going to the woods i'm going to the farmland i'm going to learn how to i mean this is this is where we're going you got to learn how to grow food you got to learn how to survive on your own uh you've got to be self-sufficient out there right now because the way that inflation is going and supply chains and all that that is happening right now there's not going to be much for uh, for you if you're living in the city and you know you can you can vote as much as you want to try to change the system but the system is so corrupt that your voice may never matter again and if we don't band together and unify in these smaller groups these tribes of people these these uh, awakened communities of folks that say you know what screw it we're we're out we're just going to create our own little society here and we're going to live happily ever after we're going to homeschool our kids we're going to, you know, the village is going to raise the children in the way that we need to be in the future so that we can actually survive this because otherwise the human race is completely screwed. So since we're talking about stupidity, we're going to roll into another branch of our government and stupidity. So today the justices have been, um, I guess the case that they've been hearing is about the, uh, the vax mandates and whatnot. And what our, our, Supreme Court Justice Sotomayor falsely claims Omicron as deadly as Delta. She basically said, we have over 1,000 children in the hospitals. We have serious conditions. The hospitals are overrun. Uh, Omicron is just as deadly. This is, a, this is not right. This is inaccurate. I mean, so inaccurate, Trish. But if you listen to her voice, she truly believes what she said. So we have a Supreme Court Justice of the United States of America sitting on the bench who has not appropriate information, completely false information in her head, and she is going to make a decision that could affect the entire country on inaccurate information because she's a leftist hack person who probably only watches CNN. This scares the hell out of me. What does it do to you when you see something like this? This is what happens when you get affirmative action hires. This is what happens. You get these leftists. And it's the sad part is, is like, I've, I, I follow a couple lawyers on Twitter and I know that we don't like lawyers, but I still follow them because I like to hear what they have to say, um, who have said that they've argued cases in front of her and she is not who she used to be when she was on the bench as a judge. Now that she's on the Supreme Court, she is someone completely different and she is not making a sound cogent anything. She, yeah, I listened to her today and I literally wanted to like jump through my television set and be like, what? That it's completely false information she's giving. It's not just like she's off by, you know, a factor. She's just blowing up these numbers and they've already admitted. And I think what she did was she used the numbers that they gave out of New York. But they already admitted in New York that they fabricated those numbers to try to get people to vaccinate their children. They lied about the numbers. They've already admitted they lied about it to try and scare people into getting their kids vaccinated. And these people are still believing this crap because the corrections to these things are in one little tiny paragraph at the bottom of page 12 on the Washington Post. They're like, oh, by the way, we screwed that up. Yep. They, so it's these people don't. Just like the same people who said that all these police officers were killed on January 6th. 
No, there was only one person who was killed on January 6th, and it was by a police officer. So, but there are still people who believe that Brian, what was his name? Sidnick, Sidnick, whatever his Sidnick. last name. Sidnick, Sidnick. Yes, yeah. They still believe that he was bashed in the head with a fire extinguisher. Yep. And they're, even when you show them, like, you know, here's the correction the newspaper made that didn't have, they, they will believe it. So we ha now have that person sitting on the Supreme Court. Like, what? Yeah. Our whole system yeah, exactly. is so broken. Our whole system, from local all the way to the Supreme Court, it's broken. And we need to fix it. And I think these people who are having their new constitutional convention in Philadelphia are doing it right. We need a new one. Because we have screwed this one up so far that I don't think we can come back from it. I think we need a new one. Well, we don't need a new constitution. We need a, we need new people in D.C. It's like we need a, we need, you know, we need a great reset. And we just need to fire mm. every single politician and Government employee, you're all fired. Go home. You're done. Uh, jobs, and then hire new ones. Just fire them all. Every single one of them. Left, right, center. I don't care. You all screwed up. Go away. Done. We're starting over again. KJ, how do you think about that? What do you think about that plan? And anything else I just talked no, about? No, yeah, I love, I love that idea. I really do. And you know, I mean, it's getting to that point where obviously, um, I think the majority of people, whether you're on the left or the right or or in the center, whatever, realize that. The, the people that we've elected uh, have been completely compromised and they they don't have any good ideas of their own. Uh, you know, everybody's like trying to wheel and deal with with each other. You know, oh, well, you, you, you know, we'll give you this, but you got to make sure that you always stay on this side of the story here or whatnot. And I mean, we're seeing it with the what with what we're just talking about. There it is. I'm two for two, two and two there, Brett, you know, and it, the reality is we do we need that great reset but not klaus schwab's great reset you know we don't need to go um the way that we're going right now i i don't think i think when when people realize exactly what this means for their lives coming up in the next two to five years uh i really like to hope uh and i i, I hope and i like to believe that uh they're gonna they're gonna say wait a minute no 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 no. this isn't what we signed up for uh this is this is not okay and and try to stand up you know uh, i don't know uh you know it may be too late for that but in reality all these all these politicians need to go uh i i completely agree yeah so jv i'm gonna shift gears on you and then you can uh if you want to talk about the the sotomayor stuff you can but i'm gonna go into some wokeism but since you're in the since your history is in the media radio and whatnot God dang it, what not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Change the scoreboard. I was so good for so long. In the last two in the last two shows, I've just spit out too many of them. Anyway, so uh, after embracing wokeness and seeing their, ra their ratings plummet across nearly all shows, CW is now for sale. So what do you say, JV? You want to own a TV station? Because it looks like Viacom, CBS, and Warner Media is looking to... Yeah, I was looking to dump a network, the CW network. Yeah, well, is that not crazy? The CW has been a joke. Watch uh, the Simpsons or South Park. I don't know. A lot of those uh, adult cartoon ch channels or shows make fun of the CW because it's really never taken off. I think they had a few shows that kind of cracked the top 100, but that's about as as well as they did. I do want to go back to the uh, the Justice Sotomayor discussion for a minute here because, in addition to being completely ignorant and just let me just say it flat out stupid. She's dangerous for other reasons too. During these discussions, she was she was uh, trying to make the argument that humans are like machines, 
So if so, in other words, they should be regulated like machines. In other words, if you work in a factory that has a machine that has sparks spitting out, OSHA has the right to tell that employer that their their employees need to wear a face shield so those sparks don't get in your eyes or hurt you. So if a person has a virus they're spitting out, then the OSHA has a right to tell that employer that their employees need to be vaccinated to protect them against that spewing of the virus coming out of the human because the human should be treated no differently than a machine. That is a very dangerous concept, a hugely dangerous concept. Because what's to stop then OSHA from saying all females must be sterilized because pregnant women in the workplace are a risk too. So all the women have to be sterilized to work in this work environment because them being pregnant could cause an accident. The quote, why her, sterilize her, her the quote, women, sterilize the men. Her quote from the bench said, "Why is a human being not like a machine if it's spewing a virus?" This this That's woman the- is on the Supreme Court of the United States saying things like that. The idea that a you know, human about is, that. is no different than a machine. I mean, we're That's talking crazy. we're talking dystopia beyond anything we've ever imagined. We if we start accepting that premise, but this is. But if you look at their religion, the leftist religion, they have to lower the plateau, the the level that we have humans on. We 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 look at humans above all other animals, and they need to lower that. It's not about you know it, it's we're just like everything else on this planet, and we're not. But they, but they have to do that before then they can treat us like the Chinese government treats their people as just machines. You're just a number. Or like if you've watched uh, the, the show we talk about a lot, Chernobyl in Russia, when they needed the bio robots, they just they, they picked 3,500 men that were strong and they rounded them up and said, this is your job for the day because you're just a machine. And then they, then they don't have to care about you. Then they can have death panels. And you have something to say, KJ? Yeah, they're they're dehumanizing people. They you know it, they they right. are they're they're less interested in the individual needs. They're they're touting it as the the needs of the the greater good uh, for the greater population. Uh, do it, you know. We're all in this together, but you know, take your you know uh, take your medicine for for everyone else if it's not for yourself. Uh, you know, wear your mask for everyone else to protect everyone else around you. Um, you know, your voice doesn't matter anymore. Your opinion doesn't matter anymore. Your individual needs don't matter anymore. And, you know, realistically, we are. We're, we're, we're going in that direction where robotics is going to take over a lot of the jobs. Robotics is, is you know, the, the new easy way to a better life or whatever it is. But it's, it's all about being able to control uh, who's working for you what job they're producing, uh, the speed that is being produced, the, the um, you know, the cost of, of everything that is, is being produced out there right now. And, um, you know, it, it's a really bad direction. It is, it is just absolutely horrible. Most people don't even realize it. You try to talk to them about some of the stuff that's going on, and a lot of people are just clueless right now because they get their 15, 20, 30 minutes of, you know, their MSNBC or their CNN, and that's what they believe to be the truth of the day, the week, and they just keep on going along like that, and they don't realize what's really happening around them. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna go down some COVID stuff. 
So uh, prime age mortality, the prime age, which is uh, was 18 to 49 is considered prime age. Mortality is up 40%, majority of deaths not from COVID. So if you dive down into the into this thing, it says death among people age 18 to 49 increased more than 40% in the 12 months ending October 20, uh, 2021. Compared to the same period, 2018 to 2019, they're saying a third of that is only uh, COVID related. Everything else is more. So deaths have gone up 40%, Trish, over the previous years. It's, it's skyrocketed. And it's not COVID. Now, in the article, it does talk about a lot. Of the overdoses are up, but it doesn't say anything about suicide yet. Um, or, or people that missed going to the doctors for cancer treatments or just pre-screenings. The, the un, this is the land of unintended consequences from what our government did with their horrible policies of lockdowns and restrictions and shutting stuff down and clearing. This is this is a story that is not reported on enough, and it's only going to get worse. Oh yeah, especially when they start talking about how the vaccine is causing all these problem heart conditions, blood clots, and perfectly healthy adults that are dropping dead. Like, look at all the professional athletes who have died suddenly yeah. from heart attacks, from strokes. From this is not this is not normal, but they're still in denial. And I, I'm so glad that the judge ruled the, the against the 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 case with the with Pfizer about them not wanting to release all the data. They wanted 75 years yeah, to release all their data. <laughs> they have eight months. God bless that judge. Let me let me tell you because yeah, I think when people start reading the data for themselves, it's like Britt, We we did this on Twitter. Conspiracy theory plus time equals the truth. Yep. That that's truth. what's happening. Exactly. And people, people are going to start waking up to the fact that all we the. I was just watching something the other day about this. You know, look at the mortality, the overall mortality rates. Don't look at specific stuff. Just look at overall. We have way more deaths than there were COVID deaths. I mean, they're huge numbers, and it's going to be all all sorts of things. It's going to be lack of medical care because they scared people out of going to the hospital. They scared people away from their doctor's offices. I mean, still, even now in Florida, doctor's office, you have to wear masks if you go to the doctor's office. My doctor's like, it's time for your checkup. I'm like, that's great. When you drop this stupid mask mandate, let me know because I'm not coming in if I have to wear a mask. This is stupid. I'm not sick. Like, this is ridiculous. But what, we have- What was his response? Have, oh, my doctor. Oh, she, she, she was like, well, okay. But I have to give my, my doctor props because she has never pushed me to get a vaccine ever. She's like, you're a healthy adult. You have no comorbidities. Like, there's no reason for you to get it. You're, you're, you're healthy as a horse. So she has never pressured me. However, she was pressured into getting it by her insurance carrier and the hospital that she contracts with. So she yep. was forced to get it if she wanted to stay in practice. Um, so that, yep. I have big problems with that because the doctors aren't standing up. So if the doctors aren't going to stand up for themselves, you know, we're all screwed. So, but yeah, basically when we, when all this data starts coming out, I think people are, people are going to be like, why didn't you tell us? Why didn't you warn us that these vaccines didn't, they like what well, we did. And you call us all conspiracy theorists and you had us all banned from Twitter and Facebook and every other social media platform. We tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Yeah, It's, cr it's crazy. So speaking on something, uh, KJ, that, uh, that, uh, Trish hit on about, you know, uh, uh, Conspiracy theory plus time equals truth. 
So here we go. I, I, I ran across these stories today. Uh, no, the COVID vaccine won't affect fertility or menstrual cycles uh, now today. However, changing, changes to the menstrual cycle or unexpected vaginal bleeding are not among the listed side effects for any COVID-19 vaccine available in the United Kingdom or the United States. It's happening. So, KJ, here we are. They, they, a year ago, they said no problem. Today, we got a problem. So it's, it's, it's affecting the menstrual cycle, making what, like my ex-wife was in menopause and now she's bleeding heavy again. That's my ex-wife, at, right after she got the jab. So here we are, KJ. The government's lying again. We will never, ever be able to trust any government agency again in our lives. It's, it's obvious we're moving towards this one world government, right? And what does that mean for everybody? I mean, that, that is not a happy place to be going to right now. And it's obvious that, you know, just with Pfizer asking to uh, withhold their data for 75 years, I mean, come on, what an absurd amount of time to hold back data when it's obvious that they know what the data is. And they've known this from the very beginning. And it's, it's very obvious. You've got people, you know, two doctors in particular, Robert Malone, Peter McCullough, they are speaking out towards <laughs> all of this, okay? All of this. They, they, they've known about the menstrual cycle thing. They know about the effects on fertility. Uh, they can all, You can only imagine what's going to happen. Like I said, in, in the next two to five years, it's going to be huge. In the next couple decades, you know, and by that time, it's going to be too late. You know, you're going to be, have generations that are lost. Um, you know, the, the fertility rate is going to plummet. Uh, just in our immediate family alone, we've seen these issues, uh, with some of the women in our family, um, you know, some that are like 73 years old that all of a sudden are, are having mysterious bleeding. What is that all about? It's, it's obvious that there's a problem and, you know, no, Fauci and, and his cronies, they don't care. They know exactly what they're doing. This is this is a plan, okay? This is happening for a reason, and they know it is going to happen. Mm -hmm. They know the consequences, and they want to hide the data as long as they can. But, you know, in and in relation to that and what we were just talking about and that data that you were talking about between the, the um, ages 18 to 65, uh, roughly is the 40% increase of deaths. That's coming directly from life insurance companies who mm -hmm. hold the most accurate data there is right now on on deaths uh, based on their payouts, based on the the um, cashing in on policies and, and everything. And on top of that, we should be talking more and more to morticians who are seeing these deaths and, and seeing the people that are coming into their facilities and what they're actually dying of. It's already obvious from the very beginning that numbers were falsified and increased in a situation where someone comes in with a, a gunshot wound to the head, but they test them for COVID and they die of a gunshot wound to the head, but yet it's listed as a COVID death. That's obvious, but you know what? Like, it's not enough for a lot of people uh, to understand what's really happening, but this insurance data that's coming out right now um, and, and more of this, um, what we were just talking about is gonna, is gonna come out and it's gonna become more and more clear that uh, people are being affected by something other than COVID-19. Yeah, exactly. So JV, so we have those two stories which scare the hell out of people. And then we have the media that is just nothing but fear porn, fear porn, fear porn. 
This is from Houston. Houston mother charged after 14-year-old child found in trunk of car at drive-through COVID testing site. The mom told police the child had tested positive and needed to be quarantined. The child was unharmed, and it comes from KPRC. Um, people are breaking, mentally breaking. This is insane. This mother thought it was all right to put the kid in the trunk, and the 14-year-old got in. They're that broken in the head. She's a teacher, by the way. Well, the, the 14 year old is probably oh like, like I was when I was that age. I did anything my mother told me to do because that's how I was brought up. So I don't blame the 14 year old. That mother should not have been allowed to have children is really the bottom line here. And if even if it's just a media that scared her to the point where she believed that she had to do that to her child for her safety, for somebody's safety, I'm not so sure. She needs to have a cognitive test just like Joe Biden does because clearly she's not all there. And if she's a teacher, that explains a lot of what's going on in the education system too because I would suspect there are a lot of teachers with similar IQs based on what I'm seeing around the country. I want to bring up something here that that is a very, very important distinction when we hear these reports about deaths related to COVID. There's two words that are used, and they're used... I don't know if they're always used deliberately, but they you have to be careful with these two words. The first way it's put is died of COVID. That means one thing. Died with COVID means something completely different. Yep. And many people confuse the two. And when you say someone died with COVID, as KJ pointed out, I think Trish, you did too, they could have died from anything and just happened to have tested positive with COVID. We know there are a lot of people that test positive with COVID and never even knew they had it. Didn't know it it was in their body because it can be that mild. And if you have are in a car accident and you go to the hospital with head trauma and you don't make it and they test you and you happen to test positive for COVID, they list you as died with COVID. And well, it's uh, all about the money. And it's, it's uh, all about the money. Yeah. That's right. There is it a is. monetary in uh uh, in, uh, factor as well, uh, motive as well. And uh, so we have to be careful because they are playing with these numbers. Uh, Fauci said the other day he he made a clarification about the number of children that were supposedly hospitalized with COVID. And it's not, it's not that they were hospitalized of COVID. They just happen to have COVID, but they're hospitalized for another yep. reason. So this is a big game. And, you know, we have been scratching our heads for a long time since this program began and before that, trying to figure out what the hell is their objective. Because it's not truth. It's not health. What the hell is it? Exactly. And that's all control. I have, JV. Back to you. Well, that was a quick go-around after I took the first half hour of the program. <laughs> oh, I could minutes. preach about this for I mean, like I ran 40 <laughs> minutes if you want me to. I ran 22 minutes. Did you? you ever since to, okay. they changed the codes. Yeah. When they uh, changed the ICD nine <laughs> codes, that's that they changed those codes. And when you change the codes, that's how all the insurance companies want everything coded. So the hospitals go that way. And every time the hospital gets a cause a COVID positive patient, they get money. Oh yeah. Because no, they change no the they change the medical the medical code. And if they are, are if they die and they have COVID, that's another paycheck that they're going to get. This is all a big money laundering 
our tax dollars getting that thrown doesn't, out but the Trish, window every five seconds. I don't disagree with any of that, but it doesn't explain the motive of everybody because not everybody's getting the money. Not everybody, you know, the, a lot of these people that are in office in places where they're influencing people and saying these things, they're not profiting from this directly. So I'm not sure what their motivation is. What? Maybe they're just parents. Well, sure I don't know. Um, it's a mass formation. It's mass formation. You guys have heard about that, right? I mean, it's it's yeah. starting to come out mm-hmm. here and in. You know, it's a it's a psychological situation here where, you know, the more people that that uh, grab on to the narrative, uh, the more they start believing it as absurd as it is. And the more absurd the narrative becomes, the more people just, you know, they, they just keep going along with it. And it's it's absolute insanity right now. It really is. And every. Everybody's in bed with everybody. You've got the insurance companies in bed with the big pharma. You've got big pharma in bed with Congress. You've got Congress. Like everybody's getting their kickbacks. For me, for me, it's mostly. I think at the bottom line, it's mostly about money. Okay, people want. Um, they want the money. All right, let's move the conversation on. I want to uh, first of all just thank uh, a few people in our Foxhole chat that have uh, contributed tonight. And I may have missed some. I hope I didn't. But Intolerant Leftists, thank you. Also, uh, Liberty Bell is a regular contributor. Thank you so much. And Kristen Mickle, thank you as well. Uh, You people are very, very generous. And we appreciate everything you do to help us keep this program running. I have a couple of quick things. I don't want to keep people too much longer on a Friday night. But these are things that I think we do need to talk about. There is a professor who wrote an essay that appeared in Politico the other day. Uh, in which he claims that the Constitution is the enemy of democracy. Now, I have to say something about this, because I would say technically he's probably right, because the Constitution outlines a republic, a republican form of government. It does not outline a democratic form of government. And thank God that is the case, because as I always point out, voting in a democracy is like two wolves and a sheep voting on what's going to be for dinner that night. The sheep is always going to lose. The minority is always going to lose, and they'll become uh, tyrannized by the majority. And the Constitution protects the minority, whether that minority is a political minority, a racial minority, a gender minority, or whatever it is. The Constitution protects them. But this guy, Corey Robin, he's a professor at Brooklyn College and the City of New York Graduate Center, wrote a piece titled, Republicans are moving rapidly to cement minority rule, and you can blame the Constitution. Where do you fall on this, Trish? Is this guy actually smarter than we think, or is he just another uh, college-teaching idiot? I think he's just another college-teaching idiot who just happens to be dumb enough that he made a really good point and he doesn't realize it. (laughs) Right, he did, yet he doesn't. He, he doesn't really realize he made the good point, and it actually that point is counter to what his total argument is. So it's kind of exactly it's kind of funny it, in that it, respect. He made he made a good point. He just again, I, I don't think you're making the point. I think you think you're making that, and that seems to be a big problem with a lot of people these days that they don't really think it all the way through. They just they're going for shock value, and if that's what, it, especially these professors. I mean, no offense, as being one, I can just tell you. A lot of them, they just want to get published. They just want to get their name out there because they want to get tenure. They want to get whatever. It, it's 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 all a big game to them too. So he got his 15 minutes of fame. So I hope it got him whatever he was looking for at his job because mm. but I, he is. He's just too stupid to realize he made a really good point. That That's the whole yeah. point of our republic. Like the same people who think, well, there are these senators 
the two senators in California represent as many as the other, you know, these other 17 states is their pop. So that's not fair. And I'm like, well, that's because the Senate is not supposed to represent the people, you moron. It represents the states because we are a republic of states. But we use, but we're a democracy. No, we're not. We are a republic that utilizes, utilizes direct democracy in some of our elections. But the president is not elected by the people. He is elected by the states. And they don't, again, seventh grade civics. Like, I really feel that I need to, like, change my whole course of action. I need to ditch math. And I just need to go teach seventh grade civics to every adult on the planet. Like, I really feel like that's, like... (laughs) What yeah, I well, no, this is this is an, this is math. another obvious failure failure of the public education system. My, my guess is that most teachers, clearly this one, uh, don't even understand these concepts. And in fact, if you look at the original language of the Constitution before some of the amendments were passed, the, the people didn't even vote for president. People no. didn't vote any in any way. That was all handled in a different way. Um, because yeah, the states, doesn't the state senate? The state, the, the state, state legislators did it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the so there are so many, and we have become more democratized over time. Um, Brett out, Brett out enjoying a ride there. That was awfully nice. Uh, KJ, one of the quotes from this, the article this guy wrote says, Americans overlook the ar- its architecture, meaning the Constitution, of state power, which erects formidable barriers to equal representation and majority rule in all three branches of government. Exactly. That's the point. That's the genius of it, in fact. Well, you know, I mean, you got to have a voice as a group, right? So, you know, uh, in reality, um, I think the Constitution is a threat to Joe Biden and all of his cronies. And, uh, you know, that's why they want to try to attack it. But, you know, it's it's just another another example of just absurd speak out there and and people don't really know what they're saying um and and we've lost touch with really uh where we came from and what we were building here why we why we fought the british and uh you know why we why we wrote down those words on that that uh piece of parchment back then so you know we we really need to get back in touch with that right now otherwise we're going to lose everything man we're in big trouble. Uh, uh, just a correction. I said Kristen Mickle. It's Kristen Michael. Um, sorry about mispronouncing there. Uh, I do have one more quick thing, Britt. This is going to make you happy, I think. The stupidest person on television looks like that person, and I'm not going to say he or she, is losing their job. Do you know who I'm talking about, Britt? Joey Reed. Happy joy, joy, joy happy, happy joy, joy. Yeah. You know what's funny is I saw uh, one of the insiders was blabbing on social uh, apparently, she found out by reading a leaked tweet or a leak that went out in a tweet, and that's how she found out she's losing her show, which I love no, because we- she's such a vile, sad, sick, mean, evil human being. Uh, the the stuff that uh, the stuff that she wrote when she didn't think people were watching, she is a homophobe, uh, straight up homophobe, uh, and probably a racist to boot. Um, but it uh, couldn't have happened to a nicer person. Uh, with utterly low ratings, I don't. I don't understand. Uh, again, it scares the hell out of me that uh, the people that own these networks, CNN and MSNBC, don't seem to care if they make money or not. So, if they don't care about the money making part, then what is it about? Oh, controlling the masses. Although they don't do that very well, but if that's the more important part, then that's scary. Then it's not news. It's not informative. It's not good for the public. It's basically a propaganda for whatever their personal want is. And so it's nice to see some of them, uh, you know, get some stuff blown back in their face. 
Kumo's gone. Now Reed's gone. Great. Just uh, since you brought up uh, Cuomo's name, I did see this article. I was going to talk about it tonight. I'm not going to because uh, we're late here. But uh, they're already talking about a Cuomo comeback. We talked about this, I don't know if it was last night or the night before, Britt. But uh, watch out to see how, because all of the charges are being dropped. Uh, He's not going to be prosecuted for any of this stuff. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, And the last thing I want to bring up, and I just want to get a sense of what chat thinks here. Uh, Obviously, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, Trish is not sold on Ted Cruz's mea culpa here, but uh, was anybody satisfied with his explanation for why he's been using the words violent terrorist attack? And I want to also point out, he never said insurrection. We, Britt and I had a little bit of a question about that last night. Uh, I didn't think he said it, and and, and I confirmed that he didn't. Uh, But he did use the word violent terrorist attack. He says that he was referring to the people attacking police. And he says he's been he's used that description of those people. Anybody who attacks a police uh, that he's been using that description for 20 years. He used it during the Black Lives Matter riots and elsewhere. So I wonder if chat uh, is satisfied with that. I know, Trish, you're not. (laughs) You didn't take take that. Trish, so I got to ask you something because I'm torn about things like this. One of the things that Republicans and conservatives seem to do is that one mistake by somebody within their ranks and we turn on them. Democrats don't do that. They have a little more forgiveness among their group and allow people to stray a little bit and then they bring them back and they, you know, keep them in the fold. What are your thoughts on that? Well, that that's because we have standards. It's very simple. We have standards. And even the Democrats know that the Republicans are held to a much higher standard than they are themselves, which is why they can continue to say stupid things and do stupid things. And all is forgiven. Like AOC and Swalwell can bash on Florida and bash on DeSantis. But then where do they come for their Christmas vacations? Oh, they come to Florida where they run around maskless and not social distancing and hanging out with large crowds of people. But then they're going to go right back to their respective states and go back to bashing people who don't wear masks and bashing DeSantis and bashing Florida. And they will be held in the same high regard by the left that they have always been held in because the left does not have standards. The Republicans do. And that's kind of the big difference. So, yes, I Ted made a very big mistake. He made a huge mistake, and I think it's going to cost him dearly. KJ, I've never been a fan of cancel culture. I believe that people should be forgiven and there should be some sense of redemption. Does does Ted Cruz deserve that in this case, in your, in your mind? Well, you know, I'm all for giving him a chance to explain himself. I saw the bit on Tucker Carlson today. Um, I don't know. You know, there there's some things that Ted Cruz has said that I agree with. There's others that I couldn't get behind. Um, I I didn't get behind him when he was on his bid for president. Um, you know, I never really felt that he was sincere and a guy that I could really put my support behind in general. Um I feel like, you know, maybe he was saying what he was saying to try to appease some people that that he wanted something from. I, I don't really know. You know, it didn't really make any sense considering what he's been saying lately over the last couple of years. I really thought that he was fighting for the people. I thought he would have gotten behind the rights of uh, American citizens to, uh, you know, speak their voice in, in the way that we tried to and, and know that. Uh, what happened to everybody down there was a uh, complete travesty uh, as far as um, turning it into something that it wasn't. Then to call people, you know, uh, 
terrorists and it that it just it was it was wrong for sure i think he knew what he was saying and then when people started fighting back that's when he backpedaled so i can't support that ultimately um but um i want to see him uh, redeem himself somehow i really do you know i've watched the incredible melting or incredibly shrinking mike pompeo over the course of the last few months and uh, i just mm. thought this was kind of inspiring for anybody who's been struggling with losing weight like myself Mike Pompeo, Britt, has lost nearly 100 pounds since June. June. Wow. Wow, that's is he, a lot. Is he, ramping up to try and, is he ramping up to try and run for president? Well, he, he, he denies that that was his motivation, but I certainly think that's part of it. But he said on June 15th of this last year, of, the, of 2021, he stepped on a scale. He weighed almost 300 pounds, and he said, today's the day I turn it around. And he has. And that's an inspirational wow, story. Nice. And I've, you know, anybody who sees him on television noticed how quickly he was losing weight. Every, I mean, I, I know when I saw him, I hoped that he wasn't sick or something because that tends to be a cause for rapid weight loss. Uh, and he, he says no, he's just changed his diet and he exercises every day, and he's the melt the weight just melted off. So, good so he, didn't, he didn't go get the he didn't go get the lap band or he's you know taking the fin fan pills or just just. Changed well, his diet and started working out. Amazing. That's, that's what he says. I, I'm going to take him for his word. I don't have any reason well, to doubt it. a politician would never lie. <laughs> you know, they, they ne they anyway, never lie. Any, oh, I've um, got one more one yeah. more thing I just need to remind uh, people about, and that's this, just in case uh, oh, anybody Jesus. has forgotten this image. Um, yeah, I don't know why he's rubbing How his nipples there, but jeez. Man, okay. <laughs> all right, that's all I got, Britt. Hey, hey, you hey, got to get hey, it where you can I, get it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with a little nipple play. Come on. Yeah, I suppose. All right. Just, well, you don't need next. to be showing everybody. That picture was only for you, JV. <laughs> well, is that why you look so mad? You were doing that. You're like, that's an angry nipple play going on there. <laughs> well, it's because you weren't paying attention. <laughs> Oh, what a way to now end a Friday night. Yeah. On you. What a way to end a Friday night. So we need people to subscribe. Please follow, subscribe, and share. Post these shows on your social media. Let people know that we're here. Uh, we love to have more folks join our family, regardless of the platform. We just like to have you all along with us. And don't forget, we will have the uh, Week in Review playing. It'll start tomorrow morning. It'll play the shows from the whole week. And I think this is the first full week we've had in a few. Full week. Yeah, so uh, yeah. there'll be a full week of programs there. Release the hey, we should we should put in we should put in uh, oh yeah I'm gonna release uh, I'm releasing the scratches yeah, the right lemons, now for Foxhole the lemons aren't working on D Live I don't know they still aren't yeah. working oh man the button's no. completely gone now maybe we should play some of uh, Chase's Let's Go Brandon overnight oh my god you should oh my god that was so great the <laughs> fact that he did it even when he was going to the bathroom totally cracked yeah me up. yeah we talked to him about that <laughs> last night uh, we we uh, we actually played a, a, a clip of it so people knew I mean the fact that he was repeating it so quickly I thought man that's that's a real way to wear yourself out you know put a little space in between but he yeah. didn't he was like let's go Brandon let's go Brandon let's go Brandon let's go Brandon and it was seven and a half hours worth and the fact that he was still like tweeting to people and <laughs> I was like, yeah. Well, man, he told us last night. He told us last night he was listening to music uh, while he was doing it. I'm like, how the hell did you focus on saying "Let's go, Brandon" while you're listening to music? I don't know that I could do that. I, I would, I'd be, I'd be reciting yeah. the lyrics of the song accidentally or something. I know. I yeah, <laughs> start a break into song halfway through. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And he said he did slip one "fuck oh. Joe Biden" in there. Uh, so if if there you're oh, if you wow, like I finding see. Waldo, you'll love finding the "fuck Joe Biden" in seven and a half hours of "Let's Go, Brandon." Anyway, Let's go, Brandon. Uh, at work. Yeah. All right. 
Take right. us out, JV. Yeah, that's going to do it. So thanks to everybody for being here. Thank you to all of those of you who contributed to the show tonight. We appreciate that as well. And we will be back live Monday night with the Independence Gang, of course. And over the weekend, you can catch the uh, the week's programs and the Week in Review. Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend.